Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Gentlemen, I'll start off this way. This is from our Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback. Is it true Ryan Mallet has drowned in Florida? I believe it to be true, yeah. Yes, I am getting it from multiple sources. You know, the, yep. It's interesting, Randy, not, I was just reading today and it didn't have names on this and maybe it just happened. But in Panama City, seven people have drowned in the last nine days. Near uh, Miramar Beach, which is Sandestin, one has drowned. Santa Rosa Beach, one has drowned because of the riptides. It's the worst Panama City right now is the, the most dangerous beach in America because of the riptides. And I was reading how if you get caught in it, what you should do. But if you don't know that, you're in trouble. And that's where people are. Yeah. drowning right now in florida is because of the riptides the only white reason i know what you're supposed to do is because i watched the peyton hillis um deal mm. on uh, yeah mm. was that today or good morning america it was gma but he was on there and uh i guess i started looking up more i can't remember if it said it on there but it, you're supposed to swim sideways or kind of let it take you for a little bit yes you're supposed to you're supposed to float and let it take you and or swim with it even if it's taking you out swim with it until you get out of it and then you swim back yes yeah well um wow but if you don't know that yeah with ryan's family and oh my i know a lot of people that are very close to him and started covering him when he was 15 years old Mm. uh, when he was coming to razorback camp this unimaginable i mean yeah unimaginable you're exactly right unimaginable well there was the fearless friday golf tournament today and he uh westmore was uh putting it together or put the golf tournament together and he said that uh, he didn't know if anyone would be there uh, representing whitehall and Ryan promised he would be there next year, but he already had plans uh, to go on vacation. Oh, boy. Wow. So uh, I knew he didn't make the golf tournament today, but I had, certainly didn't imagine anything like this being the reason that uh, he would ever be able to play yeah. uh, in the golf tournament. So uh, our thoughts go out to the Mallet family. If you've ever been around Ryan, he is... He oh, was a character. Big personality. Big yes. personality. Yeah. And, um, man, whew, hard to, uh, again, hard to imagine that situation today. Um, always hard, <clears throat> Trey, when you have a situation like this to uh, turn your attention to sports, it all seems a little uh, really minor um, in the big picture when you um, – talk about losing someone Uh, but I will start with this uh, aspect 
the trustees at the University of Arkansas gave the okay for the next step in renovation of Bud Walton Arena. And I was trying to think today when I was reading this story, um, except for maybe replacing the floor, maybe the scoreboard, putting uh, the, the ribbon boards around the arena, I don't think there's been any really update at all on Bud Walton Arena over these 30 years. That, can y'all remember something Not else? A lot. That they they have changed a few yeah. of the concourse uh, displays because I was involved in all the first ones, and uh, some of those have been taken out. There's some different ones in the museum area itself. Other than a couple tweaks, it looks about like it did in 19, you know, 90 after the national championship team. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, there's they can definitely do some upgrades there. But I think they're looking more, aren't they, Trey? They, they want the revenue. They're looking more at how they can do uh, higher-priced seating. Yeah, there's maintenance and all that other stuff, but they want to go the full route where they can make more money there, don't you think? Yeah, and I remember something a few years ago when Jeff Long was outlining, uh, outlining the uh, facilities upgrade plan, and that he talked about you know, concourses, and obviously there's a new athletic director, but talked about concourses and also more accessibility for, I think, maybe large trucks and stuff for, like, you know, concerts, um, you know, to, so you'd yeah. be able to use it for other things like that, and it's not really um, accessible for everything that, you know, I guess concerts need. So um, I would assume they'll probably oh, know, yeah. take care of that as well. Um well, and, and as well as provide, I mean, you go in some some stadiums now, and they're you know they're suites and everything. Well, heck, uh, Baum Walker, you know, um, you, that's <laughs> there's some pretty nice ones, um, but there's definitely room for you know improved seating, more luxury seating, and, and things like that. And um, I would like to see them change around some of the seating stuff uh, just for how the venue's shown on television. You know, you look at some programs like uh, Michigan or how Auburn does it. Auburn does it with, the, you know, the coaches, the back of their heads facing the, the TV camera. But it shows off all the students on the other end of the court, and it just the place just always looks like a madhouse. And that's how Bud Walton is a lot of times, but it doesn't always um, – show that on TV for most and now big games, huge games obviously it's it's been that uh, the Auburn game a couple of years ago but um, you know it's always good to get the students on there and make it look like it's a, a madhouse well you know they're, they're again they're, that's that's all good because I can tell you why the original building it's at that time and I'm assuming still most if you're asking TV they want to shoot the coaches. They want the cameras in line with the coaches, and you can use a handheld to go in front of the students when you need to do that. But, um, you know, there there were several luxury boxes built in there, but now people want more, and there's more high dollars that want to go in there. Um, and and I, I got to believe that's most of what they're talking about. Although, you know, those seats have been in there for 30 years, and mm -hmm. you need upgrades there after a while. You don't want it to look like the Maravich Center. Yeah, and some sometimes it takes uh, sometimes it takes a resurgence. You know, I, yes, I think back absolutely. To Houston Nutt when he took over at Arkansas and they yeah. went won nine games that first year, yeah. and that really right. 
uh, spurned things for the expansion of uh, Donald W. Reynolds Razorback Stadium, which was then just Razorback Stadium. Dave Van Horn. Um, yeah. I mean, that's obvious uh, with Bob Walker. Uh, so, absolutely. And then, you know, of course, the success that Nolan Richardson was having, um, you know, in the early 90s, um, getting Bud Walton built in the first place. So, yeah, absolutely. It, it, it takes demand, and demand is often brought on by, you know, a coach that is, you know, just changes things, takes things to another level. Now, it didn't get sustained necessarily with Houston, but uh, he definitely, you know, breathed life back into the state because it, it had gotten kind of quiet. Yeah. As far as Arkansas football, yeah, you're right. And but here's the thing that yeah, Musselman's hot right now, and so that's why you want to do it. But now this, they're not even going to start until after the next two seasons. Mm-hmm. So that means you you got to make sure Eric Musselman's still here, which I think he will be, and you got to make sure he's still winning at that level. But here is the smart thing. Okay, they they put nineteen thousand two hundred seats in because the demand was outrageous at that time. Football was down, and Nolan was hot. He, they were winning, and so they found out that more people would buy tickets than they thought, so they kept adding seats, adding seats, adding seats. I think what they're talking about is now a capacity of around 17. That's probably more sustainable mm-hmm. for selling all your season tickets every year because from the time, to your point, Trey, from the time that Nolan's team started cooling off until really Musselman, there was no season sold out. There were some games sold out, but there was no season sold out. And even Hunter Juracek said even last year, and this one surprised me, but he said even last year when it was sold out, they averaged 70% capacity. So that's mm-hmm. talking about averaging 15,000 a game. The bigger games obviously were sellouts, and obviously some of the December games, you know, people didn't come. But so 16 to 17 is probably more ideal than 19. They were saying Possibly. in this same report, that uh, 90% of the season tickets are sold, but only 70% of capacity is what is there on the average. Yeah, that's what we just said. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm answering <laughs> text after text after text about yeah, no, that's, that's what I just, um, about I Ryan Mallett. I apologize. I'm getting No, to... I didn't. Hey, what you're dealing with is a lot more important than the capacity of Bud Walton Arena. That, that is, I'm, I'm still sitting here. Just hardly, you just don't even think that's even possible. You know, I think we were talking about uh, when we talked about the football player who was signed and didn't get here, in my memory, right. and Trey's, it's the first guy that has committed to Arkansas that didn't make it because of a death. And then you think yeah. about the football players that have died while they're here, and we could think of five. Well, Ryan Mallett's still a young guy. You just 35. don't even think about that. 35 years even of think age. That's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, and you you mentioned in football recruiting. That's we've never had that happen at twenty four seven, and no. we didn't. Like I'm trying to figure out a way because I want to, I want him to stay on the commit list, you know. But at the same time, you know, you can't like count him towards like you know team ranking points mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so I'm asking you know our guys like, what's the protocol for this? And nobody knows because it's never happened before. Yeah. It's just, just a very rare, bizarre thing. It's, man, life is very fragile. Yes. Let's talk with um, Savage. Savage, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? 
Yeah, guys, you know, I hate to hear that. Uh, Rick, we always talk about none of us are pro- promised tomorrow. No. But you, you better know you, you better know the Lord, and you better know the path of, you know, in your Savior. You know, That's correct. That, I, I, just, I just I hate to hear that. that it's it's mind-numbing. At yeah. 35 years old, uh, I say it's just terrible. Well, here's uh, what I picture. I don't know how you guys think of this. My wife always has a saying of, and because she gets hit hard by people if we know die, and he'll say she'll say, when he or she woke up that morning, they never envisioned that that was going to happen. And as soon as we heard that story, I'm think I'm thinking here is Ryan Mallett, a strapping, strong guy. When he walked out on that beach, went in the water, he went with the same confidence that he threw a football. Oh yeah, never yeah. dreaming that Absolutely. that could happen. Yeah. Well, in that same breath, Trey. Rick, Randy, the people that are around you, tell them that you love them. Mm, and that's right. You can do that right now. You can, you can do that for right now in this moment. You can, everybody that's listening, you can do that, you, you know, in the moment. Uh, outside that tray, uh, football-related, who worries you the most, Texas A&M or Ole Miss, with Hugh Freeze, Bobby Trino at Texas A&M? Which program worries you the most moving forward? Guys, y'all have a good day. Thank you. Thank you, Savage. Well, uh, as far as – the stat, the coach. Uh, I would say, I think Ole Miss. I think Texas A&M is on the verge of crumbling. I mentioned there's a five-game stretch in the middle of the season where it is. I mean, you could absolutely see them coming away from that with a losing record, and um, I could see. I mean, Jimbo's been there for a while. He's had one really solid year. Probably should have made the playoffs that year, uh, but didn't. Um, they took Notre Dame. And, but aside from that, what has he done? And last year they won, what, five games? I mean, I could see it unraveling for him. With Ole Miss, I think they, you know, I think they're very high on, on Lane Kiffin. I think they're, I mean, he's done a lot of good things for him, and seems to be very attractive to transfers. And um, so I would say Ole Miss, and, and, you know, just for this year, it hasn't been kind playing in Arlington, but it's still a split crowd, and the Ole Miss game is in Oxford. Uh, I'm not sure where to go from here. Okay. Uh, from our buzz text line, uh, this from the 870. Trey, how is Matt Landers and the other Hogs that went to the NFL this past year doing? Well, I haven't really um, kept up with exactly what's going on with Matt. Um, I don't I mean any of them. It's just it's just like rookie tri- rookie camps and OTAs and stuff, I guess, right now. So I don't really have a good answer, I guess. Sorry. I think they're in that um, zone right now or time frame that they had the OTAs, and that ended, I want to say, last Friday. And now the next break will take them to uh, when fall camp opens up in July for most of your NFL yeah. teams. I, You know, I read the transactions. Rick got me into reading the transactions, Trey, <laughs> yeah. some, some time ago. What's going on. Yeah. Right. And um, – but 
not always will they they list all the players that have been cut. I mean, you, I'm sure they publish them, you know, when the information is available. But gosh, these NFL teams make so many, so many transactions that uh, sometimes it's hard to keep up with. But um, uh, there are multiple, multiple sources. That's where I, my attention a moment ago, Rick, between the text and, and then uh, different, I was directed to different websites where, as an example, On3 is reporting that Whitehall head football coach Ryan Mallett drowns in Florida. They didn't say where he was at that particular time today, but um, says multiple sources uh, said that Mallett was transported to a Florida hospital from a beach. He was pronounced deceased at the hospital. So mm. we are getting that from several different sources. So, man, tragic, tragic news. Nope. That um, uh, The other um, story, and Trey, I wanted to get your thoughts on this. Let me look at my clock here. we got about a minute and a half. Uh, you posted Arkansas football summer workout update. And, I mean, I'm looking at a guy like Rocket Sanders bench pressing 365 pounds. That seems wow. very impressive. Hmm. Uh, I look at Bo Limmer, 445 pounds. But the, the clubhouse leader, so to speak, is Torian Carter at 450 pounds. Then the squat numbers seem to be off the chart. Yeah, this is just, you know, this is not like a list of, you know, top performers necessarily or anything like that. Uh, we have people on our website asking if I could find out any information what's going on in the summer workouts. They're going five days a week, a couple days a week of doing, um, of doing uh, uh, skill instruction and, and meetings. Uh, but a lot of it's, you know, this kind of training and stuff and was able to get numbers from several people. I'll tell you. Uh, anybody wants to go up to Hawk Sports, you can check out the article there. But um, the guy that really stands out to me, uh, Isaac Tesla, you've got 315 on the bench. Uh, you've got 455 on the on the squat. His broad jump was 10 foot 5, which was the best number that I found, tied for the best number that I found. And his vertical was 38 inches, which was the second best number um, that I was able to come up with. Uh, but I've got stuff on several guys, but those are pretty impressive numbers for a 6'4", 215-pound wide receiver. He looks like he weighs 150 pounds dripping wet. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy of hogsports.com. Being brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service Company. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue.